Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Midge Munster. And we, it's been a while since I just told you about something that I think is scary, Midge. (laughs) I can't wait to be told about what you think is scary. Yes. uh, So today we are going to be talking about astrophobia. Who is that? Fear of space yeah okay cool <laughs> yes and i'm just like billionaires are out here taking trips to space for the lols they want to colonize mars and it i am just like that's a hard pass i am yeah. i'm not here for that i mean from a, like a you know the good of mankind standpoint i also think it's bad but like just the space part too i do not like yeah i um this is one that I actually resonate with. Ooh. I am much more afraid of space than I am of like deep water or dark water. Nice. Um, yeah. Space, space is something for me where like I'm interested in it and I like hearing things about it. But if I think about it, it scares hard. me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like I, the, yeah, I love like learning about i mean obviously i'm i'm a witch like i love <laughs> i love learning about planets and like stars and shit but yeah no the i like going to space absolutely not Mm-mm. what's the famous movie that the tagline is like in space no one can hear you scream uh that would be alien is that alien which we will talk about later yeah yeah i don't um, i don't fuck with that right exactly <laughs> Uh, and um, I'll say up front before we get into this uh, that I am not a scientist. No, or, or I even, am. I know. All <laughs> Midge's right. Science Corner. Midge's Science Corner will be <laughs> the source of truth in this episode. <laughs> um, so I did, I like, I tried, I legit like tried to read a bunch of like cosmological theory stuff and fully did not understand any of it. Um, so sorry in advance for that (laughs) you were just like ah mm -hmm," and then you like hit the little x on your browser (laughs) right yep i i like stroked my pretend beard and then was like close um so like space stuff is like very high level theories of physics and there's a lot of math and there's like a lot of disagreements between people who are very smart about what things mean and the fact that space is so complicated is one of the things I do not like about it. So yeah, there you go. Fair. So yeah. sorry if anything I say is not scientifically accurate, but we're just doing our best out here. <laughs> if you are a space scientist and you are listening to our show, why? <laughs> <laughs> How did you get here? Are well, you okay? Oh, man. Well, so here, Midge, this is a a list of things that I think are scary about space. (laughs) I can't wait. This Uh, is going to be new Ghoul's Night merch. (laughs) Number one, no oxygen. Yeah, zero out of ten. You can't can't survive out there. Mm -mm. And I did look up. I was like, okay, what is going to happen if you are out here with no spacesuit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the scary part. Yes. And so like, obviously there are very dramatic versions in movies and apparently like the reality would not be quite as dramatic, but it's still extremely bad. Uh, so the it's good definitely news, definitely not good. <laughs> no, the good news is that you would probably lose consciousness after 15 seconds. Oh, so it's so, kind of like drowning in yeah, a way. So, so the rest, the rest <laughs> you won't have to consciously experience. Well, that's better at least. Yes. Because all of the liquid in your body will start to bubble and expand. Um, it is called ebolism, ebolism, 
Um, it can happen in high altitudes, just like on Earth also. Um, but fun fun fact, I was reassured by many articles that your blood won't actually boil. Mm, okay. But that's just because your skin provides enough pressure to keep it from like fully boiling. But you would double in size as your <laughs> all the liquids in your body bubble and inflate. Hey, body positivity. If my body wants to double in size and space, <laughs> more power to it. That's fine. Um, and your corpse would eventually freeze solid because it's cold as shit. Amazing. You know what? I find that less terrifying than body farm, to be frank. <laughs> solid oh, body man. feels better right. than rotting in the sun body. Um, but yeah, that any kind of thing where people are like, yeah, like any space movie that I've seen where someone like either, you know, their body like pops or <laughs> mm-hmm. or um isn't this kind of the same thing that happens if you surface too quickly from like diving yes. as well? Yeah, it's yeah, the, see, the pressure change. I find that concept truly disturbing on a deep level. It thanks, is. Thanks, Thousand Ways to Die on Spike TV. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, my second thing that's scary about space, things are too big. <laughs> they are too just they're just too big. Um, so the largest known structure in the universe is called the Hercules Corona Great Wall. And it is so big that it would take a vehicle traveling at the speed of light 10 billion years to get across it. Yikes. Wait, so it's, what? A, it's, it's a wall? It's, so it's, it's, a, it's, a lar- it's a large quasar group. Which is one of the things that I tried to understand what yeah, it was. I'm stroking my beard right now. And I do not. Um, but when they discovered they discovered this thing in 2013, and it's double the size of the previous biggest thing. So, like, who knows what else is out there that's just re- just insanely big? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, I mean, planets—they're huge. Look, they- look, we're on one right now. Yes. And Everybody look out your window and look at the planet. Look it's, out your window. Look at the giant. planet. This is so much bigger than any planet. This is yeah. so big. This is so big. A quasar group. Now I'm going to be like, I'm going to be looking at space the rest of the day and it's your fault. Right. And okay, this was one of the ones where I was like, oh, I'll do something that I think is like legitimately scary. And then I was looking at all of these pictures and all these writings about like the infinite vastness of space and was just like extremely anxious as I knew (laughs) that I would be because it's the thing that I'm scared of. I love this. Um, This says a large quasar group is a collection of large quasars, right? (laughs) It's like, thanks guys. Okay, perfect. It's something about a black hole though, which I'm sure we're going to get into that Mm -hmm. because yep. Mm -hmm. Um, But also what is known quotes some studies say that they don't think that this giant thing exists so space is an eternal mystery which i also hate so they discovered it but then they also said maybe it isn't real okay so that's the thing that is the thing about space which is one of the, which is one of the things that i dislike the most about it is that almost all of this stuff is like theoretical Because they're like, well, if you follow the math that we made up, we think that it says this. And I'm like, but you made the math. So how 
how do you know for sure? And you don't know because you can't go there and you can't see it. So they didn't see it. They just were like, statistically, this thing is here and it's huge. I think so. I think like they, (laughs) so like they'll see like one little thing and they'll be like extrapolating from this thing that we saw. There's something that's 10 billion light years long out there. And I'm like, how, what? How did we get (laughs) What? This is my favorite episode. I'm sure anyone who knows something about space will be like, well, actually, we can tell this, this, and this. And I'm like, I don't think so. This is like the the ultimate fear of the unknown. Yes. It's like, there's just no way of knowing. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way of knowing. Um, Another thing that I hate about space is that you are completely dependent on technology when you are out there. Yeah. You you Mm -hmm. just have... This is like, and like we said, it's this completely wild environment that we don't understand all the rules of. And you're just like, I bet it's fine if we put these people in this little metal thing and shoot it out there and it's it's going to work out. And like most of the time it does, but sometimes it does not. And like, it's not even like, you know, an airplane that you like, I'm also afraid of airplanes a little bit for that reason, if I think about it too hard, but at <laughs> least those you can like emergency land and be like, okay. We're still like in the atmosphere, but yeah. not in space. space. Yeah, space. It's like, oh, bye. <laughs> Goodbye forever. <laughs> when will I see you again? Oh, oh never. 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 Yeah, no, Ooh. that, um, or, yeah, like, or the idea that when people leave a space, is it called a spaceship? A rocket? When someone leaves the vessel. Yeah, a spacecraft. A craft of sorts. And they are trusting that little suit with its little helmet to keep them alive no right and just a little a little tether that you're like this will keep me from floating away into infinite nothingness a rope in this economy a rope (laughs) no yeah no no, that's terrifying yeah floating away (laughs) and even the simple stuff where it's like you need super powerful technology just to use the bathroom. And like, what if that breaks? And then you can't go to the bathroom and you're stuck in space? <laughs> I mean, you, what are you, you going to do? You can. It's yeah, not going to be nice. Yes, it's not good. <laughs> not good and I don't like it. Yeah, I... I th- Okay, well, I don't want to jump ahead of you here, but I have a hypothetical question for you. All right, hit me you. up. You're in space. I know, immediately. Would not happen, but but go on. But hypothetically, you're in space. Your tether does not tether you. Mm. Right. You're you're floating out there in your little suit. I'm assuming those suits have, like, probably, what, like an hour's worth of oxygen or something? Like, not very much. Do you let yourself just float until you run out of oxygen or are you yeeting the helmet off and quickening the process oh girl you know i'm yeeting yeah same just any (laughs) in any instance whatever like people are like oh what would you do to survive in a zombie apocalypse and i'm like i I simply would not (laughs) i don't want to do i don't want to live in the zombie apocalypse thank you very much the idea of just sitting in my anxiety waiting to die floating through space is Maybe the worst thing I can think of. Yeah, that's that's not gonna happen. Just just <laughs> pop that little tab I'm, on my I'm, helmet. I'm and... Popping that face shield and <laughs> beam um, me up, Scotty. Yeah, <laughs> beam me up, Scotty. My blood's gonna start bubbling, and we're done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just fi- 15, 15 seconds. 
Yeah, that's a lot better. I can handle 15. You can do anything for 15 seconds. Right. And so related to all of these things, and the next thing that I hate about space is that it's both claustrophobic and agoraphobic at the same time. Yeah. Because you're trapped in a little craft or you're inside a little suit, but also you're surrounded by potentially infinite and constantly expanding thing. And I do not like that. I think the cluster, like the being in the little pod would bother me more than the space. I'm very claustrophobic. I'm not interested in being in a small craft with any other anything. (laughs) Right. And And I'm definitely not interested in wearing a helmet. I'm not. That Um, covers my face. I'm not. Whenever I like see videos of like astronauts doing like, this is my daily life in the space stuff. (laughs) I'm just like, it's so small. And there's like all these people in this very tiny space and it's got stuff on every single wall because there's no gravity. So you're just like floating around doing whatever. Yeah. I mean, it, that's going to be a controversial statement. And for what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I know like, okay, science. Great. Uh, I'm sure you get to like, you know, behold things and be like, wow, that's crazy. But was it worth it? I don't know. I I would say no, personally. I'm not... You could be like, you're going to see the most wondrous sight you've ever seen, but you have to get in this tiny little craft and go outside the atmosphere and be like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. Actually. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure this is a a fool's opinion. (laughs) But... Oh, right. Absolutely. But I'm just like, like, personally, I'm like, the coolest part of space stuff is like, with our like sweet new telescope that has like incredible imagery and stuff. Like, I feel well, like that's cooler right. than like, being I like, I did here. a science experiment with no gravity. It's like, you didn't need to go up there. <laughs> I can I, see. Well, and that, yeah, I mean, I understand years ago before we had like this intense imaging and stuff mm-hmm. to like, if you wanted to just like experience that for yourself and really see it more power to you. But yeah, like now the images we have of like the earth and planets and stuff, I'm like, I don't need to go anywhere. I can see that right now. Right. Google.com. I'm going to say like, just in in case any like space people are super offended by this, (laughs) I feel the same way about like the tops of mountains. Like, I don't need to go there. Like, I'm not going up there. I'll look at the picture and I'll see what it looks like. And it looks pretty cool, but that's enough for me. Yeah, it's not so. personal space. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. And, you know, I think it's awesome that if people want to go there, cool. Like, you're brave. Yeah, I'm not, enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, have a great time. Please be safe. But I'm, yeah, no, not for me. Yeah. And not, not something that I like want to get like into heavy discussion of here. So I didn't actually take like any real notes about it, but I did see an interesting like study that was mentioned while I was doing some of this research just about like the difference in space enthusiasm Mm -hmm. in people and just like that people who are like over 65 are like very very pro space space. (laughs) and people who are younger tend to be like "Mm, I don't know like either space is scary or like I think we have a lot of earth problems to deal with (laughs) that maybe right 
that maybe well, are, are our primary focus. So yeah, it's like I, the ultimate form of escapism, right? People are mm-hmm. like, we'll just go out there. It's like, no, no. we we already ruined this. So yeah, please don't touch that. First. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even know what's going to happen if you ruin that out there. Ugh, mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Well, as as you predicted, Midge, the yeah, next thing yeah, on my yeah. list of things I hate about space are black holes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I don't, I don't understand how that works. Right. So the, the theory is that a black hole forms when a massive star runs out of fuel to stay a star and it collapses in on itself and creates an inescapable sucking force of gravity that not even light can escape. I have depression and what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, uh, same girl. <laughs> same. Uh, no, that, yeah, that, see that? <laughs> We're so black hole coded, Mitch. <laughs> um, I don't, I, I mean, I know that's the point. I was going to be like, so I don't understand. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, yeah. I know that, like, we don't understand black holes and that's the whole thing. But, like, where does it go? Yeah, I don't, I do not know that. That's the thing where I'm like, I'm like, do you suck it in? And it just, so obviously like the, the space theory thing is that there might be a white hole that just constantly emits things <laughs> with this like cr- wacky space concept that there's like, that like, that's a wormhole that like, there's it's a just tunnel like per- between them. Perpetually vomiting out. Yeah. That just space spits, trash. It's out straight space trash. But Amazing. That you I... also... Black holes are functionally invisible because they do not emit radiation because they only suck things in. So, like, they find them by, like, looking at the gravitational behavior of, like, stuff around them and are just like, hmm, seems like stuff's being sucked into a crazy space drain over there. Yeah, I don't like that because then the other way you find them is by dying. Mm-hmm. And- <laughs> That seems, I don't like discovery by death. That's not, I'm not interested. No, Um, not a fan. I do, I, I think it would be fascinating, (laughs) fascinating to be sucked into a black hole. Like if, like what if you, then you knew and it will, you got plopped out like 200 years from now. That would be crazy. I mean, that would be cool, but I, f- I feel like like the concept is like, oh, you like just kind of get like turned into spaghetti and it just like shreds you apart. Sure. But what if it didn't? But what if it didn't? <laughs> this is this is also why I can't go into space because there is the intrusive thought aspect <laughs> of like, but what if I go in and then I get become the, the king of Saturn? <laughs> what would happen? Um, there you go. Yeah, those scare me, though. That's scary. Yes, and as of 2021, the nearest thing that we believe to be a black hole is 1,500 light years away from Earth, which sounds kind of far, but we were just talking about something that was billions of light years long, so that feels kind of small in, like, space. Well, and also, like, isn't a light year made up? We don't know what that means. (laughs) Like, how far (laughs) is a light year from here? Do you have a light year measuring tape because i don't that could be like right next door and i wouldn't know they could be like it's 15 light years and i'd be like oh thank god (laughs) that just seems like something they made up to make me feel calm yeah Um, i mean i know it it's it's the distance that it takes for light to travel but i i do not i do not functionally understand what that means 
The fact that some people's brains work in science is fantastic to me. Yeah, it's pretty wild. That's proof that, I don't know, something, I'm not supposed to be here. (laughs) I'm in the wrong (laughs) timeline. Because if I'm in the same timeline as someone who knows what a light year is, why am I here <laughs> to make to make this podcast? Right. To make this podcast and just <laughs> talk shit about stuff that we do not understand. <laughs> uh, and finally, I will just say that everything poetic, even getting away from the science, all the poetic things that people say about space that are supposed to be deep and meaningful are, in fact, extremely upsetting to me personally like Like when things are like oh we're all just made of stardust and like oh just think some stars that you see died millions of years ago but the light is still on its way because of fucking light years and i'm like no that's not poetic that's terrifying what are you talking about that that's a ghost margaret like that's (laughs) what you describe stars shining at me Or like, I don't know, I see a lot of people say that like they find it really comforting to think that we are like so incredibly like tiny and insignificant in the universe. Now I do agree with that. See, I'm just like, no, I hate that. That makes, that's like, that's like being like, oh yeah, everything that like your brain weasels say is true and you don't matter. Right. I find that comforting (laughs) because then it's like, you can, you can really, I was actually talking about this today. So when we're recording this daylight savings time just happened or turned off. I don't, I don't understand that either. I don't know how it works, but what I do know is that everyone got together and agreed that time didn't matter. (laughs) Like that is ultimate proof to me that time is fake because everyone was like, what if we just stopped doing it and did it differently twice a year? And, and also, some people don't do it. I was right? because we were talking about. It, I was talking to my sister about it, and she was like, "Oh yeah, this guy I work with is working from Brazil, and they don't do daylight savings time there. So he's always been two hours ahead of us, and now he's three hours ahead that's, of us. See, that's even though this nothing is happened, nothing changed. That's insane. And like now, we don't even do it consciously because our phones like automatically. You know, at least you used mm-hmm. to have to like set your clock." Now I just wake up in the morning and I'm like, feels like it should be eight, but it's seven. Have a great day. Like that. So this aspect where, where this ties into space is that, <laughs> like nothing is real. And that makes me feel safe <laughs> because oh, no. then I hate it. No. Okay. Uh. I just think like then it, anything you could ever have anxiety about, like doesn't actually matter because it's nothing. This is all, this is all an elaborate dream (laughs) see i wish i could feel that way because instead my brain is like nothing that exists matters so therefore why am i here everything is terrible and you just need to like why not just crawl into bed for the rest of your life but see you could it would be fine Uh. or you could become like a circus ringmaster and nobody nobody's the wiser because everything is a lie (laughs) (laughs) i suppose so um oh and my my honorable mention just for for the folks out there um there are you know aliens is a is a thing that you could be scared of i am not personally afraid of aliens do you believe that there's extraterrestrial life i believe that there is life elsewhere in the universe i do not believe that it has come here 
Yeah, I don't believe in like little green men. Yeah. But I, I mean, do the, think... as we said, the universe is too fucking big. And right. so like, I don't I don't think it's reasonable to think that we are the only place that there ha- that there is life that exists. See, OK, yeah, same. I'm like, there's that's that's like not idiotic. That's mean. But like, <laughs> that would be crazy to think that like the only place that we we just happened upon like <laughs> yeah it just it doesn't it doesn't seem seem rational to think no, that it could you, only about- happen in one place <laughs> i'm like that's fucking stupid <laughs> like crazy that's big dumb like yeah, yeah r- rational is a great word yeah but uh, I'm, I'm not afraid of them because i'm just like this there's too much there's too much other stuff that i'm worried about like this also, is not they're not around they, here <laughs> why would they come here they're probably doing great <laughs> i hope they are i hope you're doing great aliens they <laughs> Like, unless they have, like, their own personal Jeff Bezos, they're probably fine. Like, (laughs) I'm sure they flew here and took one look at Earth and were like, nope, seems like they've got too much going on already. And then they (laughs) they kept on tracking. Uh, Yeah, aliens, don't come here. It's not worth it. No, it's it's not. This is not a a place for your timeshare. Uh, and so finally, I do want to just give a shout out to some space horror because there are a lot of horror movies set in space confirming that space is scary. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there is Alien, a Ooh. a classic, a great movie. Ellen yep. Um, which like, obviously, there is the Alien, which is scary. But like so much of the horror of that movie comes from just like the claustrophobia of space travel and like yeah isolation yeah the the idea of isolation is very scary and and, and in in space that's kind of the the ultimate isolation like you're Mm -hmm. literally away from humans other humans um another one that i don't i don't know if people like generally consider this to be a horror movie but gravity is that the sandra bullock one yes that movie which is is horrifying so horrifying fucking it's so terrifying yeah, I don't know that it's technically classified as a horror. It is, though. I mean, yeah, it is definitely a survival horror. In way scarier opinion. than Alien in, yeah. the, in the sense of just like, you know, this could happen to a real person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, can I can I make a stupid confession? Of course. Uh, so when I watched Gravity, I forgot that fake gravity is not a real thing. Like how you know on like any like space show they're just like engage artificial gravity. Oh, and like I was Star just, Trek. And I was just sitting there being just like, why doesn't she turn the fake gravity on? And I'm like, oh, that's not real. Oh no. It is kind of wild though that like in 2022 we don't have that. Right, and it's it's just like it's so like, I mean, obviously you couldn't film anything and have right. no gravity. So like. For for filming purposes, you have to be like, oh yeah, and we've invented this. But I'm like, this seems you like mean a thing to that tell we should me have. That those were not actually filmed in space. <laughs> You're telling me right now, right now. Uh, and I want to give a shout out to Forbidden Planet from 1956, uh, which I have not seen, but is referenced in uh, science fiction double feature from the mm. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, and the first man in space wasn't up there until 1961. So, like, in advance, we were like, it's probably fucked up up there. Like, <laughs> Probably don't do that, actually. <laughs> Pro- probably don't like why don't, it. Why don't we let the Russians have that one? That right. seems fine. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes. Um, there is Event Horizon, which I also have not seen, but I know um, involves black holes, which is just a, a strong no from me. Um, for those for those who don't know, the Event Horizon is like the place that you pass where it is no longer possible to escape a black hole. Like It's past the large group of quasars yeah you you've you've gone all the way past all the quasars and (laughs) now you're just done i actually did not know that that was why that was called event horizon yes yeah because it's like you're like maybe being like you can you're in the gravitational pull like earlier but like as soon as you pass the event horizon it's like too late you're gonna Mm. you're going into this hole now Ooh. yeah Mm -hmm. um space man <laughs> space it's wild and i mean obviously there's also sci-fi stuff um like <laughs> i kept when i was looking i was like oh yeah what are some other like horror examples and people were like Armageddon. black and chronicles of riddick and i was like no <laughs> that which i mean it is it does take place in space so that's fair but i was like i was more thinking of like semi-real like forbidden planet i'm sure it doesn't count either but like realism kind of focused ones the other Killer ones clowns I clowns from outer space, yeah. obviously. Oh, yeah. My <laughs> the top um, t- top of space horror. Yeah, <laughs> I think that really highlights all my fears about space. <laughs> that if I go out there, there might There's be, be just a, t- a ton of clowns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be pretty bad. Like, what if you just got up there and there were just a ton of clowns? I'm not afraid of clowns, so I'd probably be like, "This is wild," but. <laughs> See, I feel, I feel like, because remember we discussed like the weirdness of like having clowns in a place you don't expect them. Well, like, now you're not wrong. Is that is the, the least likely. <laughs> that is the yeah, okay, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> but also because of that movie, it's also the most likely place I expect. This them. this is true. This is true. Now we know. We know to to expect the clowns. I have. To, we have to make like a a clown threshold meter somewhere. <laughs> clown event From, horizon yeah <laughs> once you uh, pass here it's nothing but clowns then it's suddenly unsettling yeah. oh that's wild oh well, man space space is real crazy midge I, it really is i looked at so many pictures of space and i'm like i find it very beautiful but i also find it very terrifying and i feel like those are some of like my favorite spooky things well isn't like, that you... kind of like the whole that's kind of the whole thing right yeah like like i mean i think that's it's the same reason we watch horror movies it's like really fascinating and fun but also it's there's a level of it that's legitimately scary uh i think that's yeah in general why we kind of gravitate towards like the macabre it is <laughs> like they're they're gravitate <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> nice good, nice. good space, space joke well, technically not a space reference because they don't have that. Well, black holes do. <sighs> so scary. Where did they get it? Where did they get the gravity? <laughs> They've been know, hiding man. it up there. They it's... said we actually do have it, but we only give it to our black holes. <laughs> well, that's the thing too. Like I, I tried so hard to understand space for all of you guys, and it was just like they're so incredibly massive that they have infinite gravity, and I was like. But, infinite but, but why and how does that ha- what what are you even talking about i have a lot of questions and most of them are huh and what <laughs> pretty yeah. much 
Oh my goodness. Well, I know so, I barely scratched the surface of space horror, so I would love to hear from our listeners what their favorite say, space horror movies are. Or if you understand space, let us know. Like, yeah, tell us what black holes are. Write us an angry letter about how stupid we are. Because this, I don't, I don't understand. I, I'm shocked by space. Yeah, shocked, shocked and awed by the power and vastness of space. That's you will you will space. not you will not catch me going up there <laughs> next year we do like a live episode from the <laughs> international space station like, i was gonna say even even if if jeff bezos himself was like hey do you want to come to space i would be like first of all fuck you second yeah, of first- all <laughs> no i do not want to go to space yeah i did no so this this actually was not in my notes and it just reminded me when I was looking at it right now, but did you see that William Shatner said that being in space was depressing? No. Like, cause Jeff Bezos took William Shatner to space and like in a recent interview, he was like, yeah, like I expected it to be like really moving and like a really like good experience, but actually it was extremely depressing to like look down on our tiny world. And I was like, yes, I don't agree with William Shatner on many things, but I think that is how I would feel in space. Yeah. Like, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's your, your, the, the, the mentality you subscribe to of like, wow, none of this matters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but not in a fun way. No. Uh, well, on that depressing note. <laughs> well, we thank hope you we've listening. depressed you today. Yeah. <laughs> if you I, yourself now feel like a black hole, subscribe to this party. <laughs> hey. For for more for more hot space facts, you can <laughs> listen to our podcast. Um, all right, friends, thank you for listening. We really appreciate um, everyone who listens, and we especially appreciate um, when you give us ratings and reviews on your podcast app of choice. And we have a review to read today, Midge. Right? Would do. Let me pull that boy up. Here we go. Uh, this has the best title of any review we've ever received, possibly. I don't know. It's a hard tie with that one that combines spooky and cozy into one <laughs> word. Spoozy. Uh, but the title of this from Wordplayer70 is I'm Enrolled in Ghoul School. Hey, hell yeah. I also think this is the best episode we could have read this on because this was not educational. <laughs> Please, please don't take any of this information into your classes in real life. Uh, anyway, five-star review that says, I've learned so much from this podcast. <laughs> this is why I shouldn't cold read these. I've learned so much from this podcast. I never knew I'd be attending ghoul school, but I'm so glad I do. I first found Midge through YouTube and I was pleasantly surprised and pleased to learn that we both live here in Casey area. Oh, hey, nice. Uh, Then I found out about the podcast and I've been hooked. I was very happy to find Penny through that. Me too. Penny's great. 10 of 10. Uh, You both are so fun and refreshing and I've learned so much from you. Thank you for all the time you spend researching and putting this show together. It's a bright spot in every week and I look forward to it. Goodbye. <laughs> in in my defense, I did do a lot of research. I just did not understand any of it. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I just the what a great the like irony of that review for this yes. episode is absolutely incredible, and I'm so you, thrilled. You learned what the event horizon is. I did learn something today. That's there you true. Go. Black hole facts. 
I also learned that William Shatner was depressed in space. I didn't yes. know that. So two two new two new nuggets of knowledge from this episode. <laughs> Just a lot of quality facts. All right, friends, if you want more quality facts, you can follow us on Instagram at Ghoul's Night in Pod, where we post photos and you can have a little conversation in the comments about the episodes. Um, and if you are looking for moi, you can find me at Penny Snark. And you can find me across all platforms at Midge Munster. And in space, no one can hear you. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.